Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. talk about is the first thing we talked about yesterday, but I can't, listen, I can't deal with it when people make ridiculous conspiracy theories, and this one's just going way too far. I'm hearing it on all the new stuff I listen to. You know, I uh, if I listen to Morning Wire by the Daily Wire, if I listen to if I listen to Breaking Points or Crystal's Talk, I'm hearing people talk about this conspiracy theory, and I'm just warning you, it's making people look really stupid, and there's no reason to do this. Yeah. This is the I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're a believer of this conspiracy theory. I'm saying, with all due respect, this is the dumbest mother- thing I've ever heard of in my life, okay? Although I did know that they weren't going to keep Taylor Swift out of the Super Bowl. Sure. But do you Maybe. know she plays Maybe. the night before in Tokyo? Does she? She does. Okay, I got you. But it, you have to remember, her show will end like at 11 p.m. on the 10th. I'll remember that, yeah. Which is like 6 a.m. Vegas time okay. on the 10th. So she's got some traveling to do. So by the time she flies the 17 hours or whatever it takes to get from Tokyo to Vegas, then it'll be like only 8 p.m. on the 10th still. I got you. Okay, so she's also doing some time traveling. So she'll be able to make the okay. Super Bowl. Well, you can do that when you have money. I just, want, time travel. I just want everybody to know she'll be able to make the Super Bowl. From the New York Post. Well, Tay-Tay just joined on TikTok. <laughs> from the New York Post, Vivek Ramaswamy claims the Super Bowl will be rigged for the Chiefs to set the stage for Taylor Swift's Biden endorsement. I'm not saying that there's no way this the Super Bowl was rigged to get Taylor Swift in the box so they could increase their viewerships. I could get on I could talk about that conspiracy. I think day. that's sure. totally fine. Sure, they get more viewers if Taylor Swift is there. You see a clear incentive path for why the NFL would try to secretly rig all of the NFL games to work the Chiefs and into the top spot. But at least you can make an argument for it. What if all Taylor right? and Travis broke up before the Super Bowl? That that would be unfortunate, yeah. I guess, for them. Then, yeah. then would people still think that there's a script? What if she still went there, though, to support her ex? I bet they'd be even more viewers <laughs> if she was up there. If she rooted for the, yeah. the 49ers, that'd be even better. You know, they got almost they 10 that. million more for the divisional round. Yeah. Imagine how many more viewers they're going to get for the Super Bowl. And it's all chicks. Oh, it's yeah, not like more sure. dudes are turning in to watch Taylor Swift's. Taylor Swift in the box. No, they'll go look at their AI nudes that are floating oh, around God. out there. You know, they don't need to see her in the box. I saw something about that yeah, on Twitter. They want to see yeah. Swift out the box. You know, <laughs> that's what they're going for. Okay. Oh, there's some sick people out there. You know, here's the thing with the whole rigging the Super Bowl to make sure the Chiefs are there. As unfortunately a Dallas Cowboys fan, as I am and as Charlie is, mm-hmm. if they also wanted to rig a game to get as many viewers as possible, they would also try and help the Cowboys get there too. And if that's the kind of thing they're working on, because the Chiefs weren't looking all that great at the end of the season, if they worked this out to make sure that they made it in there, why would they not also do it for the Cowboys to get peak viewership? We're sitting here 30 years past the time 
that they were getting the, in these kind of games. And you're telling me that they can just will and they'll, oh, we need to get more viewers, so we're just going to work it to where a team gets up there. Yeah. So why haven't they done that for the Cowboys? Someone answer that for me. Because I think maybe that's where I come from on this argument, that they know the Cowboys get way more viewers than all the other teams, so why wouldn't they do that? They they haven't done it. Because they're not doing it. Because they can't do it. Okay? They're, they're just, it's not a thing that they're doing. The second really, really dumb part about this is the idea that they're rigging it, not because they're going to sell way more ads or make way more money or anything, but they're doing it to somehow aid in Taylor Swift's Biden endorsement Yeah, after the Super Bowl, as if Taylor Swift needs the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl for her idiot fans to care what her political views are. Like, she, if she wanted to, she could do a live on TV performance on ABC. It's Taylor Swift, Eras Tour, live. Tune in at 7 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Tune in, and we're going to do a live. And it might be the most watched thing ever in history. She could literally if they do, to do that. She could do a rally for mm-hmm. Joe Biden. She could. At a football stadium. Right now. And it doesn't matter if the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. And everyone would show up to it. And so this idea that they're rigging a sport to get a team in there because that would somehow make Taylor Swift's endorsement mean something like two-time Travis Kelsey Super Bowl winner, two-time Super Bowl winner Travis Kelsey's not enough. No. We need him to be three-time Super Bowl winning Travis Kelsey endorsing Joe Biden with his girlfriend Taylor Swift. Receptions record-breaking holder. Then people would care about his Joe Biden. Uh, 12 Grammy Award winning Taylor Swift is not enough, but Taylor Swift dating three-time Super Bowl winning Travis Kelsey's endorsement of Joe Biden. Well, that's just what's going to swing the election. And you're going to tie up an entire sport and a conspiracy to get a team up to this game around this. I'm sorry. It makes everyone who's pushing this look like idiots. And I'm all on board with conspiracy theories, but this is dumb. But do you know why they're pushing it? Who? People like Vivek and anybody else that's pushing this type of conspiracy theory. Because people click on it. Exactly. <laughs> because they're getting we're talking a about ton it of attention right now. for it. <laughs> I think Vivek is smart enough to know that there's probably no credence whatsoever or no credibility to this conspiracy claim. He knows that. But what he also knows is how to market, how to be talked about, how to get publicity, how to get people to retweet, to quote tweet. To like, mm-hmm. to get articles written about them. It's, it's, it's all a game. What bothers me as a guy who talks about politics as, is that sometimes people's, quote, conspiracy theories, end quote, end up being true. They end up being credible, and they shouldn't even be called conspiracy theories. Sometimes just questioning the official narrative makes you a conspiracy theorist. And sometimes it's very important that people are able to go out there and give these theories or these alternative version of events that might make more sense. And it's very important, especially when we go through stuff like COVID and all that. But then when you throw in really dumb stuff like this, that when you think about it for five minutes makes no sense whatsoever, it just kind of destroys your conspiracy making credibility <laughs> to me. Yeah. I don't know if you feel the same way, but that's just how I feel. Yeah, your conspiracy theories are a little less true now. I know. Than they otherwise would have been. I was like, oh, he thought that uh, they were going to force people to get the jab and didn't care uh, what the uh, science said behind it. Well, he also thought 
that the NFL was fixing the games to get the Chiefs into the Super Bowl so so Taylor Swift could endorse Joe Biden during her girlfriend Super Bowl trophy acceptance speech that she gets at the Super Bowl. That's not a thing. But you know, you know, you know people saw, thought the same thing about Alex Jones and the gay frogs. Yeah, I know. But because of that, his conspiracy theories were a little less believable. It turns out he was right. I mean, turns out the gay frog thing, you know, might have had a little bit of credibility to it. Okay, we already talked about this to start the day yesterday. I just heard way more people continuing to talk about it yesterday. And so I forgot you were on TikTok there for a minute. Hey, what's up, people on TikTok? How's it going? Uh, So we need to move on to the next subject. And the next subject is going to be more difficult for people that are watching on a random live stream here on here on TikTok because we're going to be pointing to some news articles and charts and get the get that. I don't want that. Turn that away. I don't want that thing. Just r- rotate that, rotate that back, rotate that back around over there. Show it to the camera, actually, so everyone knows what you're doing right now. Um, just put it over there. Put the no, thing over there. The people want yeah, to see your face. It. Yeah, I don't want it. Show us your Get face, it Nate. Get it out of there. I don't want it. Okay. The next thing, Charlie. You know about inflation? No. You ever heard of her? No. I don't know what inflation <laughs> is. <laughs> well, we it's had just some- transitory, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we had some inflation. That happened That's over the last few years. Yeah. And there's been this narrative that is, of course, true. You can't question it whatsoever, that it's actually something called greedflation. That that is actually driven by corporate profits. And in fact, I have a news article headline from just a few days ago here from The Guardian. And this is an important point that they make in this headline. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. The news headline is half of recent U.S. inflation is due to high corporate profits report fines. So we got this new report and they found that half of the recent inflation is due to corporate profits. Let's see a little bit of what they're talking about. I saw this. A new report claims resounding evidence shows that high corporate profits are a main driver of ongoing inflation and companies continue to keep prices high even as their inflationary costs drop. The report compiled by the Progressive Groundwork Collaborative Think Tank found no corp- found corporate profits accounted for about 53% of inflation during last year's second and third quarters. Profits drove just 11% of the price growth in the 40 years prior to the pandemic, according to the report. I would like to see what they grew in other uh, two-quarter periods of time than not a 40-year average of time. They took two yeah. very specific <laughs> quarters. Yeah. But what's funny is it's not even 53%. They're, they're not even the main driver. No. They're, you might have heard me say that corporate profits are the main driver of ongoing inflation. But an important point is that it says corporate profits are a main driver of ongoing inflation. And what they decided to ignore what, that they don't mention in this article is that corporate profits are the number two driver of ongoing inflation. For those two quarters. For those two, yes, specific for, for those, those two quarters. Those very two specific quarters. Many other quarters as well also when it comes to this specific. But before we And get not in, to mention, how, mu- how much money did companies lose in the quarters prior to that? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You and mean like do, when the, when the and, economy was shut down? Yes, and do the profits that they vastly made even make up for the losses that they had the two years prior someone was the answer is no someone was talking about albertson's profits increased by 300 percent. you know look at this price gouging well the well the increase was from 0.7 percent profit to two percent profit (laughs) so (laughs) like when you hear they increase by 300 percent, you're like oh my god they're gouging they hardly make any money at all 
which is why they're trying to merge with uh, Kroger. But okay, let's get a little bit further into this. This comes from Groundwork Collaborative, which is a progressive think tank. Okay, they say new research found that corporate profits drove over one third of inflation since the pandemic. Now they've busted it down to one third in the actual study. The news headlines grabbed two quarters from the actual study Mm -hmm. that came out. So that's another important thing to remember. Groundwork Collaborative, by the way, who they are, their analytical and strategic approach allows us to drive narrative and policy change with credibility, expertise, and impact. So they are literally trying to drive the narrative. And let me show you an example of how they're driving the narrative. If you go to their website, they give you a list of all the recent times their work has been used in the news. And so this is pretty cool. You look at this study that they're referencing right now, And look at all the article headlines from Business News. Study, 53 cents of every dollar of inflation. It's another way of saying 53%. But um, every dollar of inflation over the last six months is due to greed inflation. Now, that's not true because the study was for quarters two and three. So that's not the last six months uh, for anyone since this article came out uh, five days ago, seven days ago. Uh, Let's see. Here's another one. Daily costs. Yep. All that inflation is largely corporate greed. (laughs) Here's another one from Truthout. Greedflation accounts for 53 cents of every dollar of inflation in the past six months. Also, now the study said, here's some more from the Huffington Post report claims inflation woes driven largely by corporate greed from fortune. And people are only going to read these headlines. They're not going to dive into well, they, the, first thing, else. the first thing they put is that they're trying to drive the narrative. Mm-hmm. And so this is how they drive the narrative. Here are the news article headlines that come out from their study. Fortune says greedflation caused more than half of last year's inflation surge, study finds. That's not true, by the way, as corporate profits remain at all-time highs. From News Nation, corporate profits account for half of U.S. inflation. Report. Uh, we talked about the Guardian, half of recent U.S. inflation due to high corporate profits. Daily Beast says corporate greed is driving recent inflation. Report finds Common Dream says analysis shows how corporate profits drive inflation, even as business costs go down. Okay, and then I want to look at the actual study for a second, if you That's don't mind. The thing. You have to look at the actual study. We'll look at the look at the numbers that all of these articles are referencing, but all of them left out something very important. Uh, So in this study, they start off by saying inflation has come down significantly from its peak over the past year, yet prices remain high for American consumers. They start off by being idiots, by the way. There's a there's a uh, I I paused this commercial earlier so I could show it to my wife, but it was an Ikea commercial. And in this Ikea commercial, they're saying, oh, it seems like things just don't make sense these days. Inflation's down, but prices are still high. Well, why would inflation be down and prices still be high? Because inflation is still an increase of prices. Inflation coming down doesn't mean the prices came down. It means the rate at which prices are increasing came down. But they're still increasing. So this actual Ikea commercial said things just aren't making sense these days. Inflation is down, but prices are still high. Nope, that makes sense. That's literally the yeah. science behind it. You need that's, deflation yeah. for prices Inflation to means increase, basically. Yeah. So that's that makes sense. In this in this study from these experts who are providing their expertise for all of us, which is what experts do, by the way, yeah. they say inflation has come down from its peak, yet prices remain high for American consumers. Yes, that's because we haven't had deflation. Deflation would bring prices down, but no. 
Uh, from housing and groceries to car insurance, electric bills, families are still seeing feeling the squeeze in the wake of the pandemic. Virtually every company and every industry faced rising costs to make products. Uh, let's get on to some of the actual numbers here. <clears throat> now, here's the chart. Here's the important part. This is what all the people used to write their articles and to write their headlines saying that corporate profits drove half of U.S. inflation. There were 53 cents of every dollar. Uh, the Guardian said that it was a main driver of inflation. And in fact, it was a main driver of inflation. In this study, they look at three drivers of inflation. They look at labor. So labor costs for companies, non-labor uh, non-labor and profits. The non-labor would be things like material supply expenses, material right. expenses, things like that. And then profits. And so if inflation goes up by a dollar, if there's a dollar price increase, what amount of that dollar is due to either labor cost, supplies, materials, or profits that the corporation is making? That's what this is asking. And so they, they look at this. Let's just look at that just a little bit closer right now. So... What they find is that all is that mostly the increase has come from labor, not from profits. The actual study itself shows that the increase per dollar of inflation was mostly from labor costs, not from corporate profits. Even in the quarter that they're referencing. Yes, they're even when they talk about those past six months where they reference quarter two and quarter three of 2023, which is not the past six months because there's a quarter four also, and we're currently in quarter one of 2024. So it's, you know, like the past year, actually only the first six months of the past year. (laughs) It doesn't make for a great headline. I get it. All right. But in that time period, this gets a little bit confusing, but it isn't, it is, it does help if you think about this as a dollar of increased costs. Okay. So where does that come from? You first have to take note that the non-labor, so the materials, was actually minus 27%. It came down during this time. And so now when we're trying to make it up to... And you can see that in the cost of everything. Lumber, Mm -hmm. gas, a bunch of things. The prices actually did come down in those specific sectors, especially when they were rampant over 2021 and 2022. Yeah. And so if you're trying to make it... Lumber was a big one. It was a real big one. Especially, well, it started with those freaking Trump tariffs. And then we got into 2020 and all that. Lumber got real bad. Uh, Trust me, I was doing home remodeling in 2020 like a lot of people were because their wives had nothing to do except for tell their husbands what to do. (laughs) And that's made made for a terrible world for all... I know, 2020 was terrible, right, guys? How much remodeling did you, you we did your whole, whole kitchen? kitchen and everything? Yeah. Did your whole kitchen, whole mm-hmm. bathroom? Yeah. I mean, just Downstairs. a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit in every room, you know? Man. Okay. So if you're trying to make it to a dollar and one of these segments is minus 27, remember, we're going to think about this as cents. So if one of these is minus 27, that means you're actually minus 27 cents and you're trying to make it up to a dollar. That's important because what they found that the profits contribution to inflation was 53%. And that's what all the news article headlines went with. But the labor contribution was 73%. And remember, non-labor was minus 27. You put all that together and you get up to your dollar. Technically, you get up to 99 cents, but that means one of them's been rounded. Uh, But that's how you get up to your dollar starting from minus 27 with the non-labor. So this actual study that 
I read you nine article headlines. We're all talking about half of inflation coming from corporate profits. 53 cents of every dollar comes from corporate profits. The actual study itself, above where it says 53%, says that labor was 73%, meaning that it was more. I don't know if you, everyone caught that, but that's more. That's like 40% actual higher than what profits were. Yeah. And in fact, uh, since 2021, the profits contribution was 21%. The labor contribution was 53%. Uh, it, since 2020, that number is at 30 for profits and 45 for labor. Uh, since Wait, so you're telling me that like, if we pay people more money, mm. that the price of goods is going to increase? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a cost. And it adds to the price of our goods. I thought yeah. people would just pay the higher prices. They are paying the higher I mean, price. I thought people yeah. would just, the prices would stay the same. And if you raised people up to a living wage. Yeah, they just pay people more and they wouldn't they raise would the prices. they would just be able to live. Mm. It does seem like that's not at all what would happen. Yeah. No, that's, and that's not what happens, actually. Well, what this points out easily is that the value of things roughly stay the same. <laughs> Right. Things that are valuable roughly hold the same value to people. The reason why things cost more is because there's more dollars in circulation. Mm -hmm. So the more money that you put in circulation, the higher, the higher priced everything gets. It's still a similar value. You could think of it as you're willing to pay a certain percentage of your money towards food. And food costs what everyone is saying they are willing to pay a certain percentage of, of their money that they have. What Let's happens, make it easy and just say 10%. 10%. What happens when everyone gets way more money? Well, they're still willing to pay 10% of their money for food. But now they, everyone has way more money. And so, therefore, the price of food is either able to go up or it's driven to go higher uh, by all of these different factors. But that's what actually happens. The percentage that you're willing to pay is what you mean by value. Like it has the same, food has the same value to me as it did back in 2020 or as it did back in 2015. Like I need it to live, you know, that's important. But the amount that I'm paying for it is going up. It's just a high, it's just a, just a higher dollar amount, but maybe the same percentage of my money I'm willing to pay for it. Uh, so anyhow, what you found from all of this is that all of those headlines and I didn't read every article, but I did read the Guardian article. All of those headlines picked one of the things to go after because this one think tank, this progressive think tank, who specifically says at the top of their page that they're trying to drive narrative and policy change, decided to highlight the corporate profits contribution and ignore the labor contribution. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203.
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. USA News Update. President Biden will be present at the dignified transfer of the soldiers who lost their lives in a drone attack in Jordan. John Kirby, national security spokesman, informed reporters that Biden has spoken with the families of three fallen service members Tuesday. Kirby noted that the president conveyed the nation's pride in their service. House Speaker Mike Johnson refutes allegations that his resistance to the bipartisan border deal emerging in the Senate is motivated by a desire to help Donald Trump's presidential campaign. But that's absurd. We have a responsibility here to do our duty. Our duty is to do right by the American people, to protect the people. The first and most important job of the federal government is to protect its citizens. We're not doing that under President Biden. Johnson said the deal under negotiation is inadequate. Unexpectedly recent data showing an increase in the number of job openings in the U.S. According to the Labor Department's report on Tuesday, there were 9 million job openings in December. John Schaefer, USA News. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay heating pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay heating pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. We still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. What's up? 
What's up, y'all? This is Liberty and Night with Nate and Charlie on the Free Talk Live Network coming at you from Nashville, Tennessee. Remember, we got a daily podcast called Good Morning Liberty, which you can find on your podcast app. I want to get back into this greedflation myth conversation we were having before we had to take that abrupt uh, break beforehand. And we're talking about how labor has actually been a bigger driver than profits. The labor increase was actually higher than the profits that people were making off of each dollar of increase that we all saw. So if you're looking at, well, this went up this much, and you're thinking about who you're going to be mad at, if you're deciding, I'm going to be mad at someone, and you're saying, I'm either going to be mad at corporations for price gouging me, or I'm going to get mad at the workers for price gouging the corporation. (laughs) It's a corporation. You pick the corporation. A lot of of people pick it. But what we've seen is statistically, it's been the workers that have added to the increase in the price of your goods. Well, but even that is just a symptom of the actual problem. Of more money being in circulation. Yes. Yes. Regardless of 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 what modern monetary Mm -hmm. theorists will tell you, the fact that when when the government prints money, it leads to inflation. We've talked about this, and I, we even said on the show, go back and listen in 2020 when we said, enjoy your STEMI checks. <laughs> enjoy it now, because it's all, you're going to pay for it. Spend them all you can. You're going to pay for it, and you're paying for it right now. You paid for it last year, and you paid for it the year before, and you're going to continue to pay for it. You know, only- it's going to cost you way more than the, how much did you guys receive? I didn't get any. 2,500 total? Um, maybe, I don't, I don't remember something like the first check was like 1200 or 1500. I don't remember. Let's say it was $2,000 total. Like (laughs) it's going to cost you way more than $2,000. And it is because it's on average families are spending 700 to $1,000 more a month, Mm -hmm. a month. So literally you lost all of that money within two months or you have more money. See what happened in my family was we didn't need the money that came in from the government. And we were doing we were doing just fine. Did you turn it? Did you return it? Didn't return it. Oh okay. no, because I didn't want to help them kill brown people in the Middle East or anything like that. That's you know, right. so yeah. we kept the money. That's the way I justify it in uh-huh. my mind. Um, no, so we kept the money, but we didn't need it. And I also got a PPP loan that I didn't need at all because I probably. Uh, had logged on to Uber at one point in time. And so I said that I didn't drive for Uber because of the pandemic that year. Because yeah. I totally would have. I'm telling you, government, I would have. But I didn't because I was afraid of COVID. Yeah. Okay. And you didn't have the right masks and stuff. Yeah, I didn't have yeah. I didn't know about you know, N95. I couldn't afford the N95, so I didn't have the money. You know? The shot wasn't <clears> out yet. So. You know, and you weren't going to drive people around without a shot. But what happened was... I, we didn't spend any of the money that came in from the government in 2020 and 2021. Still have it right now. Uh, but what happened was I have a bigger cushion for things and I've been more willing to pay more money for things since then because I've got a bigger cushion in my bank account, which made everything easier to for them to increase it in price. How big is that cushion? It's fine. It's a fine cushion. It's just fine. Yeah. Do you want some of it? Is it under your couch or something? <laughs> oh, I sleep on it. That's what I mean by cushion. <laughs> yeah. It's a mattress. Yeah. I made so a whole soft. mattress out of that stuff. Yeah, exactly. It was necessary though. <laughs> for sure let's move on to another way the government helps people charlie yeah that's ready? my favorite thing to talk about you go ahead all right um i robot those folks that make like those little vacuums and mm. other stuff mm-hmm. and, uh they're gonna lay off 350 employees as amazon kills merger elizabeth warren opposed hmm. huh today amazon terminated its planned acquisition of irobot 
manufacturer of Roomba robot vacuums as the company saw no path to regulatory approval. iRobot then announced that it would be cutting nearly one-third of its workforce. (laughs) I just love how we're helping people, you know? Don't you feel better, though? Because now you're not going to be forced to buy an iRobot vacuum, you know? I mean, you got that iRobot downstairs that you were forced to buy because the company's so big. Well, it's not an iRobot, though. What do you mean? There's other companies? Yeah. You're trying to tell me that there's other companies other than iRobot. Yeah, I don't have an iRobot. Well, at my home, I've got a shark. Actually, I don't have an iRobot either. I don't, I don't, honestly, now that I'm on the spot, I can't think of which one I have. (laughs) It's not an iRobot though. No, definitely not. It's not a Roomba. It's not an iRobot. So you're telling me that there's other companies that compete with them. See, I'm poor, so I had to buy, you. what did you get, a shark? Yeah. Wow. Basically, a Dyson. Yours was more expensive. No, it than wasn't. Mine. Yes, it was. I had to get the cheap knockoff one they make yours. for trailers. I didn't. Get... <laughs> it's got half the battery power. Yeah. In fact, it has. A, you have to plug it in. It doesn't even need a map. It, has it just to, goes up and down. Work around the cord. You know. <laughs> and half the time All it right. dies. You know. <laughs> have to rework it, rewire it. It leaves, right. it leaves cookie crumbs on the linoleum. In fact, if it doesn't like something that sucks in, it spits it out. <laughs> While the companies blamed regulators in the European Union for the termination, meddlesome U.S. lawmakers played their own part in souring the deal. In August of 22, August of 22 Amazon announced its intent to buy iRobot for $1.7 billion. The acquisition would complement Amazon's growing stable of smart home products like Echo Hub control panels and Ring video doorbells. The following month, the FTC began an investigation Mm -hmm. of the merger, and lawmakers weighed in soon after. In a letter to FTC Chair Lena Kahn, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Chief Warren, and five Democratic representatives recommended that the FTC should use its authority to oppose the Amazon iRobot transaction. What a free market. It's a very free, It's the free market. It's the unfettered capitalism that exactly. we have right now that's mm. killing us. That's it. Mm-hmm. Use the authority to oppose private companies trying to do private things. Yeah, it's free markets. Uh, the acquisition could harm consumers and reduce competition and innovation in the home robotics market. How? Because, I want to know how. Someone tell me how. Because Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. is running around with a gun. Yeah. To all these other companies and saying, if you develop a robot that will compete with ours, I will be forced to end it all. That's what you see on Amazon. They just hardly offer any products that aren't owned by Amazon these days. <laughs> There's just no way you can go in there and buy something that that they don't make. I know. It's hardly anything on there. <laughs> you know? Websites that's, drive that's a crazy. Bone. Amazon has their own products, but they sell everyone else's too. Mm-hmm. They literally sell like their going, competitors' products. It's like going products. into Walmart and saying you ought to be forced to be able to buy stuff from Target while you're at Walmart. No one does that. You don't buy Target products while you're at Walmart. Yeah. Should Target have its a section inside Walmart because of competition? Yeah. No. That's ridiculous. Everyone knows it's ridiculous. You order a Whopper from McDonald's? <laughs> Everybody yeah, knows you can't have it your way at McDonald's. <laughs> All right. Um, next next thing here. But the complaints from the EU and lawmakers like Chief Warren are overblown. Acquiring iRobot would not have denied consumers the ability to purchase robot vacuums. While Roomba may be the best-selling, companies like Shark and Ufi make their own competitive versions, including at lower prices than a Roomba. 
Mm. In its list of the best robot vacuums, Wirecutter recommended no iRobot products, citing poor performance when compared to competitors. That's why we didn't get one. All the reviews were terrible. And they're more expensive. Yeah. Meanwhile, as companies uh, waited on regulators, iRobot was losing money. The company took out a $200 million bridge loan in July of 23 to tie it over until the deal closed, at which point Amazon lowered its offer to account for the new debt. With the deal scuttled, Amazon will now pay a $94 million termination fee, but iRobot expects to report an operating loss of, of, of as much as $285 million for 2023. This is another instance. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if iRobot goes bankrupt in the near future, not saying it's going to happen. They could get another buyout from another company that's not Amazon. One of their issues would be that Amazon would be selling an Amazon-owned product on Amazon. Oh, the humanity. That would just be so terrible, I know. Uh, so they could still get a buyout from someone else. Might be less because it's not coming from Amazon, who sees really good value in that deal, given that they own the biggest store in the world. Um, so, <clears throat> Well, given they have a monopoly. Yeah, they have a monopoly, of course. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, If they go out of business, you're talking everyone losing their jobs, the company going under, all the help consumers. And then guess what? You're left with only the other companies. Then you don't have this competition. And these people don't have their jobs. This is that Amazon would have acquired, by the way. It's actually how the government trying to block the free market from operating continues to whittle down competition and create bigger and bigger corporations and actual monopolies that could exist because they block other competition or they send people in the bankrupt bankruptcy by not allowing them to be bought out by another company. And here are 30% of the workforce at Iro is the company called iRobot. I can't remember uh, whatever the company is. I guess it's iRobot. Um, 30% of the workforce gets fired because of this deal termination. And so it's 350 people. It's not a, not a ton of people, but those are people that had jobs and thanks to the government deciding that they don't want this to be owned by Amazon. Now these people don't have jobs and maybe iRobot's going to end up going bankrupt or maybe they're going to get bought out by way less money because they're not going to be taking a deal from, from Amazon. Who knows? All the help you, all the help to consumer. And the problem is people like Elizabeth Warren were actually, will actually come out there and they will say, we are doing this to help the consumer. Yeah, exactly. This is going to help people. Why do you like these giant monopolies? And it does nothing of the sort. And the bigger problem is that people will listen to that and they won't think about it and they won't look at the actual outcomes of these things and they won't talk to the people that just lost their jobs, but they'll actually think that what she says she wants to do is the way that you help people because I don't know, they hate, they hate capitalism, they hate corporations. They hate Jeff Bezos, yeah. whatever it is, and people suffer because of it. Mm -hmm. How about that? It's a direct result. It's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. All right, I'm ending the TikTok live because that's all they get. <clears throat> Done. You just get a preview. If you, you want the rest of the show, go check out the link in the comments. Love you. Bye. Let's talk about another. Um, let's talk about a local state law, something over in Arizona, something that's uh, that's pretty dumb. By the way, we forgot to do the Liberty at Night intro today. I forgot to do that. You today. did because so, I held yeah, my you tongue. You don't do that. Yeah. And I held my tongue because I mm -hmm. knew you were going to do it. You waited you for me to do it. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just realized that. Now you're scrolling TikTok. Oh, I didn't mean to. <laughs>
Okay, the next thing with the government helping people. This is from Reason. Great question. This is one of the bigger bigger questions that we have to ask as a as a nation. Will Arizona legalize its tamale black market this year? <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. Why the F word? Is there a black market for tamales in Arizona? Because they're that good. Because that's how good they are. And that's what people have decided they wanted. So last year, Arizona nearly, nearly legalized one of its most beloved illicit markets. Others, including... Uh, child trafficking and uh, fentanyl carrier services, Cocaine, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, the sale of homemade tamales, House Bill 2509, which would have legalized the sale of potentially hazardous homemade yep. goods. I think they're just talking about in the bathroom. <laughs> homemade goods containing perishable ingredients passed both chambers of the Arizona legislature with overwhelming bipartisan support. But in the controversial move, Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs vetoed the bill. She's can't protecting people. Hot tamales, man. You can't sell them. These dang representatives of the people in the state, they just don't know what the people want. This year, lawmakers are launching another legalization effort. Members of the House Regulatory Affairs Committee, which should definitely be spending its time deciding whether or not people can buy tamales. From other people. From other people who are making them and they want them. And so they're <laughs> buying them. And this is what we're spending our time on. God, you know the world's not that bad <laughs> when this is what this, this is what government's arguing over. They voted six to nothing. I told you, Kathy tried to sell me them tamales, <laughs> and uh, they were too hot now. Just imagine them watching that show Body Cam, or let's just take it back to cops or something. And they're, <laughs> normally, they're watching backdoor deals for like maybe a, mur- like a murder for hire, or maybe they're doing a drug bust or something, but no, this is like... <laughs> <laughs> this is a t- yeah. I take yeah. <laughs> like just you, you pull someone tamales. over, you pull someone over and you're like, you got tamales in there. Well, smell it. Smell. Get the dog. What's that smell? Get the canine. We want the tamale sniffing dog out here right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, dog is salivating right now. We're pretty sure that we've got some hot tamales yeah. in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Good God. They voted six to nothing on Wednesday to move the amended bill onto the full House of Representatives. Uh, House Bill 2042, introduced by this guy, contains training and licensing requirements to address Hobbs' concerns that the previous... You know what that lady selling tamales needed? Caroline? Yeah. Yeah. She, Carol, Carolina. Uh, what she needed yeah. was the state government of Arizona to create training and licensing requirements on how to prepare this food, how to wrap your tamale. That way properly. people would be safe. Yeah. You know, well, that, in that way people like Caroline <clears throat> don't become the, the recipe stealing. Oh yeah. That they are. You gotta be careful. Your friends are though. Anyhow, uh, the, uh, Dane's training still the licensing requirements recipes. to address Who steals tamale recipes. The government, I guess. Caroline. You got to get them down in writing. Vote on them. To address Hobbs' concerns that the previous bill would significantly increase the risk of foodborne illness, producers would have to complete food handler training and register with the Arizona Department of Health Services. You guys ever worked in a restaurant before? Yeah. You know that sign that says you got to wash your hands after you use the bathroom? Yeah. I looked at it a bunch of times. (laughs) I promise you I read it. Okay. But what they want is that sign to put up in the lady's house. We got to make sure she has the sign. (laughs) And then 
everyone will be safe yeah. once you have the sign. Mm-hmm. Going back to work without washing your hands is prohibited with an X through it. And then everyone feels or safe. Or employees afterwards. must wash their hands before returning to work. Exactly. Yeah. That one right there. If HB 2042 passes, these requirements would still pose barriers to licensure. But the bill would also ensure that Arizona's home chefs, many of whom are women and immigrants, would no longer have to work in the shadows, risking a $500 fine and up to six months in jail. Six months in jail. Yeah, what are you in for? <laughs> well, you know, I was slinging tamales and they caught me. Oh, is that on the corner? They caught me. <laughs> caught the tamale maker. Oh, man. Hobbs cited health concerns when she elected to keep tamale sales illegal, but 2023 research from the Institute for Justice, who needed to spend their time on illicit tamale sales activities in Arizona, a libertarian public interest law firm that supports deregulation in the cottage food industry, cast doubt on the argument drawing on data from the seven states with the broadest homemade food laws. IJ found that not a single state has found a foodborne illness to be caused by food sold under their homemade food law. Uh, last year's legalization bill would have generated $55 million in new annual food sales, according to a Common Sense Institute estimate. But Arizona isn't just leaving revenue on the table by keeping potentially hazardous homemade food sales illegal. It's keeping the harmless market criminalized and keeping hardworking entrepreneurs from reaching their full potential. Also, Great job over there. It's reason. in the tamale maker's best interest not to get people sick. It is. Because mm-hmm. if you get your customers sick, they probably won't come back and they're going to tell a bunch of people. Yeah. They got sick from eating Caroline's tamales, probably because mm-hmm. she Carolina. stole the recipe and karma came back Yeah, and, and bitter. So do you think people aren't going to talk? Like if someone gets sick from this, that they're not going to talk? She has... In fact, what the FDA and all these licensing things do, they protect people <laughs> who actually do get people sick. <laughs> actually give people like immunity for making people sick. Yes. <laughs> as, long as, you put worse. The, as long as you put the sign up in the bathroom, now, you've got like immunity. <laughs> I have been to some houses and I've seen some people cook where I'm like, I don't know if I really want to eat the food because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like they got it up to snuff. You yeah. know, seems like if I were to eat their food, I might get sick. And so I'm going to kind of lay off a bit. Did you decide, decide to offer to pay that person money for food every week? No. Did they force you to pay them money for nope. food every week? Nope. Huh. But what happened was the government came to you and told you that it might be unsafe if you ate food from that house. No. No? No. Huh. But well, if, then why, did, why didn't you do it then? But if, you know, Metasol is in Arizona cooking up tamales <laughs> and everyone says they're the best tamales ever and they want to get some for themselves and their family. And so they go offer to buy some from her and they know that she's got a clean kitchen and she cooks it properly and no one, you've been eating them for years and no one's ever gotten sick from them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why does she need anything else? Like, why do we need the government to get involved in that? We, well, the answer, Charlie, is for national security reasons. That's, that's, that's right. That's one of the main reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's for people to justify their existence, these do-gooders out there. I wanted to bring something up to you before we get out of here today. There's been a recent hubbub in the libertarian movement about this idea that uh, that RFK could be coming back to try and get the Libertarian nomination. Oh, Have no. Have you seen this? Okay. I just wanted to say something to people who uh, want this to happen. I get it. Totally get it. Do you get it? Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah? I yeah. mean, maybe, maybe get you get more votes. Potentially. Maybe you get better ballot access later on. Yeah. 
He's just hard to understand. <laughs> That's the reason. You know? His policy proposals are difficult to understand, yeah, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so I get why people in the, in the LP are confused. So I want to... Because like when he's terrible on economics, it's, it's hard to hear him say that, and so I get it. Um, I wanted to bring up what Brett Weinstein said about this. Uh, he was responding to Marta Bueno. Uh, she says... If RFK is the LP nominee, worst case scenario, uh, he doesn't win, but he makes the LP a major political party that can actually compete with the R's and D's in 2028. Uh, Spike Cohen had also sounded off and said if he got the nomination or if he decided to try and get the nomination, he'd do everything in his power to stop that from happening. Uh, Spike? Spike said that. Yeah. Uh, Brett Weinstein said partnering, partnering with RFK Jr. is the move that wins the game for the Libertarian Party, but it will be hard for many Libertarians to accept it, having grown accustomed to the freedom that comes with powerlessness. With Kennedy, they could displace the Democratic Party and hashtag save the West. Mm. This is what the left-leaning Libertarians yeah. were wanting. I see both sides of this argument, and I will... Martha Bueno is... Uh, she's part of the Ladies of Liberty, I think. Um, yeah, we met her a few times. She's yeah. at the uh, Students for Liberty things, uh, yeah. which uh, Students for Liberty is coming up this weekend. Just a little shout-out for them in Washington, D.C. Yes. We're not going to be there, uh, but they're still having it. We'll regardless. be there in spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our spirit will be there. From, the, from Nashville. From here. We'll yeah. be there. But not really. We won't be there. But our, our feelings spirits. will be there. Yeah. Okay, I understand both sides of this. I do want to say something about RFK, and people are going to disagree, even people in the chat. Um, I get. I think he's better on a lot of things than a lot of other people that are out there running. I'm not someone that says that he's good on things, though, because he's good on things for the wrong reasons. Like, he might say... Well, okay, out of the candidates that would be... Let's say he gets the LP nomination. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If you were forced to vote between him, Trump, and Biden... Is like is RFK? We know he's better than Biden. Is he better than Trump? Would he be a better candidate than Trump? I actually don't know. I'll have to think about it. I can't give you a quick answer right now. Um, I would say economically no. And if yeah, economics are the yeah. most important thing, but my then the answer is no. My initial answer would be economically no and that's all i care about you see he's got things on even with the fbi let's say he goes out there talking about the corrupt fbi and how people hear that and they think oh rfk jr wants to get rid of the fbi that's kind of like vivek ramaswamy you know because they killed his uncle like no he wants to (laughs) he wants to reform them his answer to all of these problems uh, i mean this seriously it's for him to be in power he pinpoints problems in the way that bernie sanders pinpoints problems and he says things that we agree with, but his solution to the problems is that the wrong people are in charge and that they don't have the right motivations. That just the person running the DOJ or the FBI had better motivations yeah. and incentives than, than they would do a better job and they wouldn't be so corrupt. And his, so his if little only, idea is that is he, if he's the guy that can appoint the people that are running it, he'll appoint the right people and then they won't be bad. And yeah. that's his solution to a lot of the problems. He's got terrible economic solutions. Like he seriously wants to do this three percent housing housing uh, mortgage rate. You think inflation's bad <laughs> like, now? We don't like that. It should be whatever the market rate is. Um, he, he scares me on guns and the environment and all kinds of stuff. And he talks about how he likes the free market. We saw him speak when we were at Freedom Fest. He came to Freedom Fest to try and shore up a little bit of a libertarian base while he was there. You know, and he said a lot of things. 
that sounded really good. But when he got to his actual solutions for them, they were all about how when the right people in charge were in charge, you'd be able to have better systems in place, have, have better government. Sob story about basically environmental protection mm-hmm. at Freedom Fest mm-hmm. and said like the reason he basically gave a a compelling, convincing speech on why we need the EPA and we need the right people making the right regulations. And why we need a carbon tax and why we need... Yes. And why we need to be able to better go after companies that are polluting. And coming up, we'll finish our conversation on RFK. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. February is Heart Month. And every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. 